From Slickback Studios headquarters in Brooklyn, New York, Mike Coscarelli, Matt Lajeski, and Adam Foster are The Sports Group. All sports, all men, all right. Sponsored by Falstaff Beer, America's favorite beer for the drive home. Welcome back to the last place on the internet where men can be men. You are now in the heart-stopping, fist-pumping, cock-sucking sports group. I am your host, Mike Coscarelli, joined, as always, by my best friend in Chicago. It's Matt Lajeski. I might be the only one in Chicago, I hope. Only for I, I got friends in Chicago. We'll talk about that in a second after I bring in our other co-host. Not quite my best friend, but I like him a lot. Wow. He's in Not San even Diego. Your best friend in San Diego. California. I can't be your best friend in San Diego. What the fuck it's you got Adam, out here? It's Adam Foster. I don't think I know anybody else in San Diego. To be honest with you. All right. So pay me. You know, pay me the highest respect of being your best friend in San Diego. The sports group Reddit is going to be going nuts after I know. this episode. Yeah, this we're, is real tension. For we're the spilling time. the tea. Well, Adam, you were the first friend of our group of friends who started this. Uh, you know the 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 first chapter of uh, sports group who left yeah, New York I, City. I, I realized New York wasn't that great. But. <laughs> Do you still feel that way? I love visiting New York. I just can't live there at this point in my life. Like I would spend maybe a summer there every once in a while that's like ideal for me the summer is the worst time to be here weather like it for sure i like it there in the summer i like it hot i don't know maybe like the fall maybe the fall so what are you getting Listen, in san I've diego some feedback from our listeners they don't like when we talk about the weather <laughs> i'm just curious before we get we have so much to talk about there's a lot of cool local stuff that was happening that was making news this week and we'll get into all that plus we're also going to talk about Jimmy Butler in the playoffs because it's been magnificent. It has inspired us to make uh, another version of another type of team, um, which we'll explain later. Uh, we're it's also like going to play Mount Rushmore. That's right. We're also going to play a brand new game for the show that everybody is going to love. That obviously was uh, <laughs> <laughs> primarily. Our listeners love games. <laughs> they, they love hate games. the weather and they love games. That's, That's right. what I've heard. <laughs> uh, but before we get into all that, Adam, what are you getting in San Diego that you don't think that you can get in New York City? Uh, happiness and love. <laughs> That's not specific enough. All right, fine. All right, fine. Fuck it. Moving on. We'll just get into sports. Fine. (laughs) Let's do Uh, it. Obviously, we start off every episode of the sports group talking about local sports uh, here in New York City. We're all New York City-based sports fans. It's baseball season. We're getting into the full swing here. It's it's the almost the end of May, so the baseball season is actually shaking out and. We have a, a bit of a sample size of what our teams are doing. Right now, we have the Mets uh, losing to Chicago. I, they're losing a lot when we do this, <laughs> when we record this podcast. But they're out in a, at Wrigley losing 6-2. to two. Uh, oh, That'll dude. probably be an L. Judge just hit a freaking home run. Did he? They were down by one last I saw. 
that he tied the that, game. Yeah. He tied the that game. Happens, that happens. That happens a lot. Bottom of the night when we're doing this. Oh, nice. That happens a lot when we're doing this podcast too. Like yeah. judge generally goes off when we're recording, so we should just do a a, a daily show. And <laughs> the I mean, Yankees will, you know, they'll set the record for most wins, most runs. Judges the MVP again. All thanks to us, Mikey. Is it time to panic with the Mets? For the, well, the Mets just came off winning five straight, um, so I think they're kind of bouncing back. They're in second place again in the division. Um, but I don't know, man. This pitching staff's a nightmare. I've seen enough out of Tyler McGill. I've seen enough out of David Peterson. Uh, the bullpen is like overworked. And it's not great either. David the, Peterson. Yeah. How's Verlander been Peterson. doing? <laughs> Verlander's been... <laughs> nice, man. <laughs> why? Wait, why would you rather have Scott Peterson? Because than- <laughs> he's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey, man. Honestly, though, if he's going to be more aggressive, if this dude, David... David Peterson's not aggressive <laughs> enough. Send Did David Scott back get- to Binghamton. Skip, bring Scott up here. Put him on the mound. Uh, no, Tra- they're, the they're- newest episode of Trading Places. <laughs> they're they're all right, but I, they again. Uh, Stephen Nagosik just gave up a home run as we talk. So Judge hits a home run for the Yankees, and uh, Stephen Nagosik gives one up against the the Mets. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about panic, but they have to make some moves. They have to get some 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 pitching because I don't know. Uh, but the other crazy thing is, well, first off, how do you feel about the Yankees right now? Because those are the only two local teams that are that are active. Our two baseball teams. I mean, They've now taken, I'm feeling what, good, man. Six out of the last seven. Yeah. Right? Played a lot of. They've been playing well, um, and like in the games like this, they're coming from behind and winning, which that's what makes me feel good about them. Is when like they're playing close games and they're winning in close games. Not like I don't know. Last year they just it just didn't feel like they were super competitive, especially towards the like that last part of the year. They just weren't coming back in games. They weren't scoring. They didn't have like high yeah. scoring games. They would just have like a hot game and then a lot of shitty cold games. Mm-hmm. They had that crazy run differential for like the first three quarters of the season. And then like that was just beating up on bad teams. Right. You know, and it wasn't sustainable. Right. Well, are they playing Baltimore right now? Yeah. And Baltimore is pretty good this year. Baltimore is good. Yeah, yeah. They're like 30 and 19 or something. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I think that the Rays are maybe not as good as people thought. I mean, they're good, but I, I think that that run that they went on to start the season was was just because they were playing like, you know, teams that were not necessarily all that great, you know, but at the same time, they played a lot of those teams that the Mets had played. And if the Mets had won some of those fucking games, then, I, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be feeling as bad about how they look right now. You know, they don't think they look bad, but this is a team with the highest payroll in baseball that was supposed to compete for a world series. And it's like, you know, I still, I'm still not so sure about the, the over on this team. I kind of think that they're going to, they're still going to um, underachieve based on what I was hoping that they would do. What was it? 94 and a half wins. They were the Mets and the Yankees had the same over under. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, they're they're and they're making some desperate moves, which is the other thing. The main thing that I wanted to bring up here is, you know, <laughs> now we're I seeing love people acting out of desperation. <laughs> Dude, this Gary Sanchez thing is a nightmare. I don't know why All they right, did Mikey, this. Wait, whoa, whoa! I got to bring something up that you and I got into a little back and forth years ago. This you was years this? ago. 
Yes, but he's I was he's been worse. How bad Gary Sanchez was, and he's, like, he's, he's been worse, good, dude. He's good, dude. I'm like, I watch the guy every fucking day. Okay, you're a Mets fan. I'm, I watch him every fucking day. I see how bad he is. And now you get to live in my live my fucking pain because you see, he just he can't run fast. He always fucks up. He always looks like he's not trying, even though you, you know he is. But it's like. He's just so bad at everything. I don't know. Listen, some people's best is just not that good. <laughs> but hold on, I mean, hold on, hold on. When when were you, when Adam, when you and I had that fight about Gary Sanchez, it was because you were being uh, a fucking spoiled Yankee fan, and at the time, at the time, Gary Sanchez right, pre Steve Cohen probably. This is pre pre it was pre Steve Cohen at the time. Sanchez was Sanchez was hitting at least. He was hitting 35 home runs a season. I mean, he only did that a couple times, I guess. But like, he, he did it he, twice, and then that, and then the year that we're talking about, the, the prior he, year, he hit like 220 yes. and a lot yeah. of home runs. Yeah, and then and then this that was the COVID season, and then they traded him to Minnesota, and he just bottomed out last year and couldn't get on a team this year. The Mets had signed him to a minor league deal, which I I guess like when that happened, I was like, oh, all right, maybe like that'll be cool. They can get a right-handed bat. Maybe he can like find it, but. I mean, he's he's catching. He's he's playing. He's in the field for the Mets. And it was just like we're texting about it over the weekend, the first game that he played with them. And I'm texting both of you guys as Yankee fans. I'm just like, oh, great. Gary Sanchez, first up at as a Mets, strikes out looking, you know? <laughs> oh, you Gary know. Sanchez thrown out at home <laughs> trying to score a run. Like, and then today, right, there's the like strikes out the looking. first inning, the fir- first inning of this game, Gary Sanchez. Oh, uh, uh, pass ball right past the catcher. It's like, like, God fucking damn it. There, there was just like no helping this game? guy. Yeah. Well, there's he's- two different games but <laughs> dude you could play the gary sanchez photo uh footage in fast forward you know that thing where they go and he'll look like a clumsy motherfucker it's so bad dude and i mean it's just like like part of it is also now the mets because they had so many injuries uh they kind of had they were like stretched thin at catcher so they brought up francisco alvarez who's like their like the number one prospect on in their farm system. And I think he's one of the top prospects in baseball. Um, and like, he's supposed to be like, kind of like the next big star for the Mets. And he struggled when they first brought him up, but he's been playing a lot better lately. And now because there was another injury to, to Tomas Nito, the backup catcher, they fucking signed Sanchez. And now there's all these, I'm seeing these social media posts on SNY about how, they're like, who should the Mets send down? Should they should they send Alvarez back down to the minors? It's like, why this kid? The kid is like twenty years old. He's finally hot and get fucking stu- literally as we're having this conversation. <laughs> Gary Sanchez <laughs> drops a foul ball. <laughs> he Jesus. looked like an idiot off the back heel trying he, to catch a foul ball uh, over by the by the uh, by the stand the, by the seats. He's really I mean, just getting worse, and and it's like people. He still kind of has a little bit of that spark of that like. Or, or not the spark, but like the buzz Dude, around you, him. Still, Adam, like people still Adam, look at those years five years ago and go, maybe he could come back. Like, and it's like, he's Adam, not I back. swear to God, like as you were saying that, I didn't hear a word you said because I was watching the replay of <laughs> Gary Sanchez not find the foul ball right behind home plate. I mean, Damn. it's ridiculous. He is so bad. And like, obviously, I get it. They signed him for depth. But now, like, you know, you don't need him for depth. Get fucking DFA him. Get him right back down to the minors. This is insane that there's even a conversation that he's going to stay on this team. <laughs> I can't believe it. We're going to need a LaGreca soundbite about of, Sanchez. Uh, oh, I'm sure he's it's coming. 
he's going to lose it. Oh, he's going to lose it. He's going to lose it. I mean, because he's already he's already mad about the the way the Mets have been playing anyway. But I mean, oh, and by the way, I hope that he stays on the Mets. Why is that? <laughs> you, you need him. You need to deal with them for a whole fucking season at least. The other the other quick thing I wanted to bring up before we get to uh, to Carmelo Anthony retiring from basketball, even though he wasn't on a team, um, is uh, Pete Alonso. Uh, he hit a big walk off home run uh, a couple of nights ago, and he fuck doing, yeah he did. Fuck yeah he did. Rock on. He uh, he was on the live mic with Steve Gelbs at City Field, which is a, a mic that is live for everybody at City Field. But they also uh, cover it on SNY. That's that's where the feed goes. Uh, and he said, let's go fucking Mets after he hit a big walk off home run. And it seems like the baseball world at large locally has had a big problem with him cursing the world after at he... large locally. <laughs> what yeah, the well, fuck it's like, does that mean? <laughs> <it's around laughs> <square. laughs> well, New York City is the capital of the world, right? So right. the world capital locally. Yes. The only place that matters has been talking about it quite a bit. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so people are upset that a baseball player in a moment of uh, victory, great accomplishment. Yes. Said a word that is bad, kind of. Yeah. Like, what? What is, what is the actual reaction? The reaction is that I, I think that, like, um, because he's on the Mets and because the Yankees are so hyper-corporate, Somebody like Derek Jeter, Aaron Judge would kind of like never behave like that. But uh, and that's been the reaction from like the Michael K's and the, you know, the people on sports well, radio Michael K here swearing. Well, yeah. Yes, what he is, does. So so people just don't. I guess what's the problem with it? Like, why are people so upset about it? Just saying I think a curse the, word is. I think the problem is that it's like like on a live microphone. They're worried about like the kids. Uh, truthfully and my because the kids don't say fuck right the kids don't say but fuck. Like, that's what i'm saying it's like why are we like we play this game with kids where we have to protect them the like, kind of from curse words until they're like 11 or 12 and then it's like all right you could say it i'm not gonna no i think that like, i think point? some parents i think some parents protect them for even longer than that but i think that it's just like i i think my whole takeaway from this whole thing when I was when I've been listening to this, the takes of these old men is like, I don't give a fuck about your kids. I don't care. No, I mean, like, what, <laughs> what is going to become of a generation of kids if they, they can't hear a baseball player say fuck? I grew up watching Stone Cold Steve Austin drink beer, give people the finger and beat them with steel chairs. And I turned out OK. <laughs> so now we're we're in a, a situation where a guy at the peak of his powers, he is operating on a level that most human beings never will. Right. And he accomplishes something great. He says, fuck. And people are that upset. He didn't say the N word. Well, right. It's like he, he, uh, to me, <laughs> I mean, that, that would have been way freaking worse. <laughs> that would have been quite bad. Yeah. But I mean, that I, I would have went, definitely been anti Pete Alonzo. If he just, I would have said, Hey Pete, maybe, you know, take a break. <laughs> How heartbreaking yeah. that would be to, to see one of, one of the, the, the people After in my life that brought me run. so much joy. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, Immediately man. I, I think after that a walk off, that's funny. There's just there's this sanctity of of like children in in every aspect. Like what, since when we've had this conversation on this show a, a bunch. When did sports become uh, like for children? I don't understand. Yeah, I this. don't know. Like when know did this become a family affair? That. Right, they like they watch sports, but it's not for them. Sports no. is just there. I'll tell you it's why. It's there for whoever wants to watch it. They want to hook them when they get young, Mike. That's why they want this to be a family thing, so that the little kids grow up watching their teams, and then they end up buying more shit and consuming when they get older. That's the that's the actual reason. But wasn't the cool part of sports when we were kids the fact that there were like adults playing it? And they were like, at times, kind of, like football was still super violent, you know, like, oh, yeah, you used to hear stories about like, like sports was some shit that like my parent, my dad and his friends would watch with some beer and like, like you go to sport sporting events and it's like they're worried about Pete Alonzo saying fuck in the stands. It's like, Matt, we were joking about it a few weeks on the fix a few weeks ago on the show, like going to a game in the upper deck is like a traumatizing experience for a, a young man. To see the the it's these a people. rite of passage, some yeah. might call it. <laughs> to see you people, know? some like people went over fighting. to Afghanistan, and some people sat in Section D. Right, <laughs> right. So, I mean, I just think it's so fucking holier than thou. To, and the other thing, and it's of, so hypocritical. Yeah, you have yeah, these fucking people, they're doing ad reads, talking about their their same game parlay. Yeah, and they're like, you know, use our promo code to get hooked on DraftKings. Oh my God, this guy said a bad word. You're setting people up to be junkie gamblers. Yep. And then you're upset that somebody said fuck. It's so get ridiculous. Out of here. It's so crazy. Right. And also, That's the as thing. A- people just want to criticize other people, but it's just like, let. If you, you can't criticize anyone because everyone does shit that you could be criticized for. Literally yeah. all of us. So it's like, relax. Yeah, relax. And, and fucking fu- stop my- being such a piece of shit. My final takeaway as a Mets fan, and you guys are Yankees fans, so like I'm curious to hear what you think about this, but it's like I like that the Mets like my favorite thing about the eighty-six Mets was that they were like the anti-corporate team. They were like a bunch yeah, of goons. drunks. Yeah. They were getting into fights, they were doing drugs, they were like hooking up with chicks in between innings, uh, you know, in the clubhouse. Like they were wild animals, you know. Wait, and- this was the Mets? You're- I thought this was just this is what my last week (laughs) (laughs) but but it's like i like that when the mets are the like really good they're kind of grimy and yeah that's i like being the anti-yankee i'm happy that pete alonzo is like let's fucking like he loves being a met and it's like he's charged that hashtag that's all over twitter and instagram is is lfgm let's fucking go mets he was just you're gonna see it on shirts you know what i mean like it's a it's it's a new thing yeah, and people have been doing it for for like like at least a year or two. So it's like he's embracing the culture of the of the fans. And I, let's be honest, guys, Mets fans are like outer borough trash. So it's like, <laughs> what's the problem? The majority I've of them, always, at least. Yes, I've always said the Yankees are the team of Goldman Sachs. Yep, and the Mets are the team of the New York City Sanitation Department. <laughs> That's a hundred percent right, Matt. I mean, like these are these are people that would just literally like like that eat garbage that off the came floor. Came out of uh, came out of the, uh, what was it? Shea Stadium. That was a rotten yeah. apple. 
from yeah. the garbage. <laughs> so I don't know. I like it. I I I'm I was I kind of it. surprised that people were were giving him shit because it seemed like such a silly thing to care about. To be honest, yeah, they need to grow up. Got to grow up. Um, all right, shall we move on to Carmelo Anthony, boys? Yeah, this one hit me hard, man. Why is that, Maddie? Because this is just like another athlete. This is how you know you're getting old. This is yeah. like one of the last athletes that I watched while I was in high school, and yeah. now he's gone. You know? I know. And also, I was kind of surprised because I, like you said, he wasn't on a team, so I kind of thought he already was retired. <laughs> This is the thing. Are you retired when a team just doesn't sign you or do you have to actually officially announce your retirement? Because I don't know. I just figured he was done. (laughs) He hasn't been on a team in like two seasons. Yeah, I guess I guess like it it, it basically means in his he was maybe holding out hope to get signed by a contending team to finally get a ring or something. But um yeah, I guess the the dream is is over. You know, one of the great college players of all time. Yeah, you said he's a for sure Hall of Famer, and he first probably ballot. is. But yeah, first ballot Hall kind of Famer. Of a, I don't know. Would you say he had like? Did he have the career that was expected of him? Because that draft class that he was a part of was sick. He did. Yeah, I mean, not I really. I don't know. To me, he didn't. I, but as this is as an uninformed, <laughs> uneducated kind of halfway fan. That's make, what we're here for. Make the case, yeah, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Tell no, me why no, he didn't. I mean, I don't really. I don't. I just don't feel like I heard his name a lot. You know, the Knicks never won with him. He never won with the Nuggets. You know, <laughs> there you go, baby. You didn't hear his name a lot. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what, that's that's what I have to go by. Okay, shut that fucking dog up right now. <laughs> The Little. dog's a Carmelo fan. The dog's going to hear this Carmelo blasphemy. We we keep recording at this time, and I feel like this time someone in my building. Co- oh, but I'm I'm moving in a week, so all right, great. All right, we could, we bring the show to a screeching halt. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so right. Carmelo is right that 03 draft yep. first pick LeBron, second pick got to be one of the biggest busts of all time. Yep. Darko. Yep. Yep. Third pick Carmelo. Fourth pick Bosh. Fifth pick. Dwayne Wade where so obviously Darko is out of that conversation so it goes LeBron Wade Carmelo right in terms I, of uh that draft class I think so yeah I and I think because yeah. but the, really the only reason is because of championships I mean if, if Melo had even gotten one I think you're you're talking about uh, I mean Wade was so good too but I think you might be talking about LeBron Melo and and then Wade but it's close Wade's you guys think was better do you guys think LeBron's going to retire? No. Save, save that. We have this. Adam, we have an itinerary and a rundown for a reason. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. We're talking about Carmelo Anthony. Adam, as much as you go to Hawaii, you should know we have an itinerary. Okay? Yes. We gotta follow all right. All right. Uh, all right. So here's the case for. So he's a for, he's for, without question a, a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. Plus the other thing, Matt, you got to remember uh, with the NBA Hall Depends of Fame. Depends who you ask, by the way. <laughs> with the basketball hall of fame it's not just your nba career it's also That's college right, yeah. it's I'm also serious. it's also the olympics grandma. adam i'm gonna kill like, you grandma joan <laughs> grandma joan is carmelo anthony a hall of famer first ballot i think she'd say who i mean listen am i so <laughs> here's his career stats 22.5 points per game 6.2 rebounds per game 2.7 assists per game 44 percent from the field 35 percent from three 
in addition to that, um, he blew one of the biggest leads of all time in the history of athletes when he impregnated a stripper <laughs> while he was married to Lala. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I, you do have to factor that in. Uh, Hall of shame, if you ask me. He is also fuck that up. Yeah, that's that's a bag fumble for sure. Um, he is also the. Where is he on the scoring list? He's pretty high up there. Probably top 10. Brown top James. Eight. This can't be right. I'm looking at a scoring list right now. It has Tony Parker. Oh, because it's advanced stats. I don't care about advanced stats. Show me the regular stats, nerds. Yeah, show us the real stats, not the nerds. What's, what's an advanced stat? It's when they tell you that the, the things you saw aren't what you actually saw. So, Car- right, Carmelo- yeah, it's like, like okay, he so he actually scored this amount of points, but by our algorithm, it could have been this amount of points, perhaps. Right, right. but what he didn't actually do it. Fucking idea. <laughs> so, Melo, Melo is ninth all time in scoring. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, how what how else can you really look at that career? He, he yeah, it would have been great for him fair. to have had a championship, especially as all a right. Knicks fan. You know, he had. He had he played uh, seven seasons for the Knicks and and they didn't even really get close to a championship. But in terms of like his actual numbers and and I mean, he's a seven time All Star just with the Knicks. Like I mean, what else do you want from a career other than a championship? He won two gold medals. You know, he has a college title. Like you know, I don't really know what else you can ask for from somebody. So well, I don't think the question is whether this. or not he's a Hall of Famer. But go ahead, Adam. I didn't know any of this until we just talked about it. But now that I know it, I definitely think he should be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> the question is, should the Knicks retire his number? And uh, who should retire his number? Or, well, specifically, should the Knicks retire his number? Um, oh, What do you think, Matt? Do you have an opinion? Should the Knicks retire his number? I mean, listen. Do you want the stats just from I've- the Knicks? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're for sure higher than his career stats. Twenty four point seven points a game. He also won a scoring title in uh, two thousand thirteen mm. as a Nick, uh, and he was a seven time All Star. He made the All Star team every time every season he was uh, with the Knicks. Um, I mean, listen, man. What, go ahead. You make your case. So here's some more hypotheticals for you, like right the uh, what, what what would you say that metric was the the implied stats the advanced stats oh the advanced that stats, has Tony right? Parker as so the tenth greatest scorer are, of all time <laughs> right with the stats as they are and him playing for the Knicks as he played for yes the Knicks should probably retire his number because let's be honest the Knicks just don't have as many legendary players as some other teams yeah. right. If he played for the Lakers, I don't know if they'd be retiring his number. If he played for the Celtics, I don't know. But he played for the Knicks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, man. He had he had a Hall of Fame career. He played pretty much half of it in New York. Um, and seven seasons out of eighteen. Listen, right? man. So, yeah, that's a little little less little less than half. But, but that's significant. S- don't yes. you have to do something great for a team to get your jersey retired? He won a scoring title. Like, he was a seven time All Star. But he didn't lead them to any championships. Yeah, but neither did Patrick like, Ewing. Patrick Ewing's number is retired. Yeah, Ewing also is like he played his whole career there, so that's a little right. bit different. He didn't. I do he didn't. Think here, so he didn't. Here, here's my take. Ewing didn't play his whole career there. 
He played. He also played for the Magic and the and uh, Seattle. But he had. It was like the. It was. He basically had the, the same type of, of run. Yeah, mo- he played right. most of his career there. I mean, I forgot about that. I was right. like, I was, I was like dead serious that he played as. So you know, so yeah, even though he technically didn't, like, he's only known as a Nick, whereas Carmelo yes. is known as a Nugget. Yep. And Fair. a Nick and uh, cheating on his wife, <laughs> and you know, college and all these other things. I think he should go into the Hall of Fame with a Syracuse jersey. I mean, you could make the art. We can go into the That's Hall of Fame. My hot take. He could go into the Hall of Fame with a USA jersey. I mean, because he was Olympic yeah. mellow. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know, but I, I I I agree with your point, Matt. I think that he uh, is really the the only notable Nick that has really been like been out there for the last uh, I don't know, almost twenty years of my life. Yeah, he's the best you know? Nick of this era, no doubt about it. I mean, listen, what other Nick has gone to to seven All Star games other than Patrick Ewing? Uh, and and I I don't even I don't even know the stats for the old guys that are all retired. Right. But like, but you can't even can't even really compare that. Right? Did it? Did did Carmelo Anthony have a better Nick career than Earl Monroe? Probably if I, I mean, I, I have to like look yeah. at the stats, but like what Earl won a, won a championship, but like, you know, I don't know, man. I, I think that like mellow really those Knicks teams were okay. And that's not his fault. You know, that the, that the front office didn't put like a great team around him. They put like a pretty good it's team also around like him. Comparing mellow to like these other guys, like mellow, I feel like mellow is almost like the Philip rivers of this, like, era. you know what I mean? A little Where bit. Like, yeah. Roethlisberger and Eli, like first ballot, like, you know, everybody knows they won. They, you know, they were the man. And Rivers was kind of like, yeah, he put up numbers. He was good. But right. like he never got to that next level. I'm going to take him down a peg and say he's more like Matt Ryan, but. Hmm. Uh, I was just saying because they're all the same draft class, but I, I, I take your point. Yeah, maybe. He's, okay. A little bit. I mean, I guess they're both kind of similar, right? Did Rivers have a better career than than, uh, or did Ryan have a better career than Philip Rivers? I mean, he got to a Super Bowl and he won he an did. MVP. MVP. Rivers never did either one of those. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I I I would like to see it happen for Melo. I still think um, Rivers is the better QB. Rivers mm. is a better QB than Mello for sure. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have any final Mello thoughts before we take a quick break here? No, nah, I can't wait I w- to get off this Mello topic. I don't. Yeah, know. I know. Adam, Adam's, Adam's ready to. I wish him all go. the best. You know. <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna take a Dude, quick these break. Playoffs—they last for fucking ever. <laughs> on the other side of this playoff, uh, uh, playoffs, you're killing me. Uh, on the other side of this break, we're going to introduce uh, a new segment that we were inspired by Jimmy Butler to create. Uh, we're going to reveal our all time great sports big dick players of all time. Uh, so stick around. All right, we're back on Sports Group. Um, so obviously the NBA playoffs are, are coming to an end. We've got the Heat and the Celtics playing right now as we're recording this. Um, and I would assume that tonight will be the final night of that series. And it's 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 going that way because Jimmy Butler is on a run for the ages and has been absolutely fucking unconscious for this entire uh, 2023 NBA playoffs. Uh, really just making all the big plays. Just 
taking his dick out and putting it right on the table and saying, I'm Jimmy Butler and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Look how big this thing is. And it got us thinking. <laughs> and it got us thinking. <laughs> I hate that goddamn dog so much. <laughs> it got us thinking. Who would, it sure did. <laughs> who would be on our, our all-time big dick athlete uh, team? And so how do we know Jimmy Butler has a big dick? I told the story last week, but first off. Yeah, but, the, but maybe we got two more people that want to hear about it. Can you tell this story every week? Can we put that in the Tell it every week? <laughs> yeah. So obviously, obviously, I mean, I already knew that Jimmy had a big cock just because of the way he acts and the way he plays. And, you know, you could just tell on some guys that they got they got big old wangs. But I For also, our listeners who don't know what this means, like big dick, it means like swagger. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it means like somebody who's a leader. It means like a guy that when he walks into a room, he commands the audience. You don't fuck Dude, with him. How socially inept do you think our listeners are that they don't know what big dick energy is? I hope that our audience knows what fucking big dick energy is. <laughs> yeah, well, we, I mean, if they don't. But we know for a fact <laughs> we, it's a real it's a real beta listener base. You know what I mean? Why isn't there an alpha and a beta? Why isn't there also like some Charlies out there? You know? So uh, the other reason that we know that Jimmy Butler has a big cock for sure is because I I almost went out with a woman who was texting me about a threesome she had with Jimmy Butler, uh, and he had a huge cock. So it was confirmed by some strange blonde woman. Uh, but Bumble certified. That's right. So what uh, the criteria that we had for this was basically uh, none. You just have to be able There's to make none. your case. <laughs> so you could pick your, pick your guys, you put them on the team. And as long as you can make some sort of case based on their behavior or performance uh, that they belong on this team, we're willing to hear you out. So Adam, do you want to go first? Yeah, and this this one was an easy one for me. Um, I went with my favorite big dick player in the history of the NBA, and that's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> All right, make the for case. One, I one, first of all, I can't imagine a world where Shaquille O'Neal doesn't have a massive dick. The guy's seven one and three hundred and twenty four pounds. A tiny dick on that kind of a body would be the cruelest <laughs> thing God has ever done in the history of the world. Worse than Hurricane Sandy and Katrina combined. <laughs> Hurricane Shaq. And lastly, lastly, Shaq is chilled down to earth. And actually, he's pretty freaking funny. Yeah. So I'm taking him on Team Fosty. It's a good pick. Yeah. he. I mean, how could he not have a giant cock? I mean, yeah, when you take into consideration his physical size and his personality. Yeah. yeah. And do you remember uh, back in the day when they did MTV Cribs and Shaq was on it and he had that giant Superman bed? His bed was so big. Yeah. Dude, he's always he had, been cool, too. He's yeah. always he's he's he doesn't try and like be anyone else. And like that's the ultimate big dick move right there. Honestly, for all the kids listening at home, just be yourself and you have a and you'll have a huge cock. If you don't have one to begin with, like the more you believe in yourself and the more you just like trust your intuition, you're going to manifest a big dick. Yeah. Well, you'll manifest maybe a lot of money. 
And that could Which, compensate. Yeah, at a certain point in time. You may you may you'll be very impressive, you know, maybe not all the time. No, but now but you guys are now you guys are 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 talking about the formula to proof that you have a small dick. Having all that money. And that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't listen, dry, like like midlife crisis energy, driving a red convertible with with all your money and and you know, hair plugs, that's small dick shit. Guys with yeah. big cocks, we, it, it, yeah, once it, the hair starts thinning, you shave it off. Like Stanley Tucci. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're in your forties and you're still playing at a one two table, don't listen to this podcast. No. Level up, dude. Yeah, right, but Maddie. what if you just don't like to put up that much money and you you know you still want to have fun and a fun night out, Maddie? How about how about people like that? Listen to another podcast. The, you know, listen. There's there's wow. dating podcasts out there for you. That's you right. Know? Listen to you up, homo. There's history podcasts. There's podcasts <laughs> about how Trump is so bad. There's podcasts. You know, listen to NPR. Yeah. All right, Matt. What do you got for me? All right. So my first and only because I didn't uh, you know I didn't spend as much time on this maybe as some of us did. Mike. I, I think about uh, athletes Cox quite a bit. My, uh, my pick athletes. Is cock. Other. That's like athletes foot, but, <laughs> but good. But like oh good shit, version. babe, I can't tonight. I got athletes cock. My bad. You know, I've been playing sports. Okay. I've been just having threesomes all week. Yeah, I've been playing sports. It's like some cheating piece of shit. I've been playing sports all week. And babe, I got athletes cock. She's like, all right, baby. <laughs> she just believes it. But her rent is paid. You know, yeah. she's go- she's she doesn't going want to it. She doesn't. She doesn't want it to be a lie. She wants it to be the truth. So she lets her. <laughs> all right, Maddie, keep going. Don't play yourself, sweetie. Anyway, my first and only pick is none other than a graduate of Rand University. Oh, this is a good one, Matt. In in my opinion, my favorite athlete growing up, my favorite guy to watch, whether on the field or on the podium, the great Randy Moss. A.K.A. Okay? Super mm. Freak. Yep. That's what he said. They call me the freak, man, because I'm a freak of nature. Yeah. I was watching Randy Moss promo. We're going to call him promos because Randy Moss was as good on the mic as a lot of pro wrestlers. Yeah. All right. And he was as, as good on the field as anybody who ever played when he felt like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's got the most rookie touchdowns uh, in a season, most touchdowns in a season. And he is somehow, I mean, this is talk about a bad ranking. He's number three on the all time NFL's all time mic'd up list. He's behind, <laughs> get this, John Gruden and Matthew Stafford. Get out of here. What? Matthew um, Stafford? Bill Parcell's right? not it's, on that list, huh? Well, not up that high. But yeah, Randy Moss is is the number one trash talker in my mind in the history of the NFL. Uh, and he's like number one or Whoa. two in pretty much every. Stat category is Moss a better trash talker than Dion? Mm. Listen, Moss was great. I that's a yeah, Dion that's, that's a, though, that's man. Fair. That's fair. I mean, uh, yeah, that's listen. You can make you can definitely make a case. I mean, I think uh, Moss has the most quotable line of all time uh, in my mind. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> also, I rest my case doesn't stretch on Sundays. Yep. 84 doesn't stretch on Sundays. When you're rich, you don't write checks. Love them. That's a good pick, Matt. All right. I got a, I got a bunch here, uh, and I'm ready to defend all of them. But my number one on this list 
Uh, this is there's no particular order here because now that I'm looking at it, there's no way he can be number one out of, out of all these guys. But uh, is number most, one at, on the list? Like, would that be the the one of them that you think has the biggest dick of all of them? Uh, no. I mean, it's hard to say. That I'd say these guys are all equal. In you think in they have the fortitude. same size cocks? <laughs> <laughs> They're all just bad boys, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, Moses Malone. He's my number. He's he's the first one on my list, and I I say that because he was he has one of the great basketball guarantees of all time. He predicted that the 1983 uh, Sixers would go foe foe foe, which means will sweep all the way through the playoffs. And they 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 missed it by one game. They almost did it, but the Bucks caught uh, one win on them in the uh, in the conference finals. I think. So they didn't get the full faux faux faux, but they got close. Moses Malone was also just like notoriously a guy that you you didn't like throw elbows against. He was like a rough, tough guy, and he was giant. So obviously, same same idea as Shaq, uh, giant cock. Also, like reputably very quiet, and I love a uh, 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 a strong, tall dude with big shoulders who walks around. Guy who lets his dick do the talk. That's right. So he he made my list and, and was high up there. The next one, Nolan Ryan. So that's why that's why mimes always have huge cocks. <laughs> that's what they say about mimes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, continue, Mikey. No, Nolan that Ryan. That was for the fans at home. <laughs> Nolan Ryan's next on my list. Uh, what can you really say? I mean, like the king of the strikeout. Uh, for a while was the hardest thrower in the uh, recorded in the history of major league baseball that has since changed. But, uh, and also just, I mean, the Ryan express, bro, he would throw inside whenever he wanted. And if you charge the mound after you got hit, he just threw you around like a fucking rag doll. Like he did tobacco in your face and then throw you to the ground. Yeah. Rough, tough Texas guy. Again, pretty soft spoken, but just, you know, I, one of the one of the 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 baddest guys in baseball, right? Can you can are there a lot of other people that you can think of that were like true kind of like bad boys that could back it up? Mm, yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you who, but <laughs> that's, that's a list okay. for another day. <laughs> the- bad boys in baseball who can back it up. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of bees. <laughs> Bad boys of baseball who can bag it up on you. Uh, <laughs> next, I got Joe Namath um, for a, a, Solid. a million reasons. I mean, the guarantee, obviously, maybe the the most big dick move of all time in sports, guaranteeing the uh, Super Bowl victory in Super Bowl three. Um, also, just like famously, women would just throw themselves at him. He was super cool, still is super cool. Uh, and then there was that time that he got hammered on Monday Night Football and tried to kiss. Uh, who was it? Was it uh, Aaron something? Or was it Susan Colbert, Andrews, maybe? Right? Not Aaron Andrews. No, I, it was an ESPN. Well, I guess Aaron Andrews is at ESPN, too. But yeah, I mean, he listen, just ultimate uh just man about town in New York City at a time when that, that really meant something, you know, like before before dating apps and finance guys, that was their territory. Joe Namath roamed. I think the it's nightlife. safe to say Joe Namath in 2023, if he was still around, 
might be canceled. Oh, yeah. He would not have been able to do all the things that he does now. Is he dead? It, no, he's still alive. Brain uh, dead, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, wet brain <laughs> for sure. Still. He had a, some alcohol problems. Yeah, he definitely has wet brain. Uh, then my last one on the list was Bob Euchre, who is famously just doesn't give a fuck. Have you ever heard you those really Norm McDonald stories? Dick database for these, Mike, huh? Well, Euchre's not... I, I, he he's not in it because of his athletics. We needed a broadcast. Like Shaq, I mean, Shaq just you think big dick pops right in your head. No, but, but I thought really about this more. I, yeah, yeah you Bob Euchre, you think? Wait a second. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone's got to call the games. He did you ever hear those stories of him and Norm McDonald? Where like somehow Artie, uh, Artie and Norm McDonald became friends with uh, Bob Euchre, and they would like play golf with Bob Euchre and Bob Euchre would just be on the golf course talking about like, <laughs> uh, uh, like, like chicks and their big asses. And like, he would bring people up to the booth. I heard, I saw him talking to Bob Costas. Uh, he would bring people up to the booth and he would be calling the game and then he would hit the cough button and he would just be like, wow, did you see the tits on that bitch over there? And and like he would do it during the broadcast when people were up there and people would be like, what did he just say? Did he just say that on the air? But he used to just like work the cough button. So that's a guy that's that just a doesn't give move. a fuck. And he used to endorse he, beer. He, he also and, was the uh, the first guy to ever get blown on air. If I if I heard that correctly, my sources can't confirm, but I would believe it. Your sources also can't deny. That's true. That's a good point, Matt. That's journalism. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, Matt. Doing you also had a list that uh, you you had another idea that you wanted to throw out here. Uh, so this is less of a list, right? This is just more, more of a fist. A- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, this is just kind of speaks to where we're at and uh, where we're headed. Yeah. All right. I was uh, reading up, you know, I tend to read a lot of reports that are issued by the CDC. Right. I don't know if our listeners know this. I'm uh, You're a big since, fan, you know. Ever since my hero, Anthony Fauci, uh, ever since he came around and, you know, they started talking about the CDC and all these things, I said, I got to I got to stay up on what's going on from the center of disease control. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so apparently by 2030, which is by my calculations, about six and a half years from now, uh, the CDC estimates 50 percent of America is going to be obese. Uh, also, so that by my calculations, that's one out of every two people. Um, so yeah. what I'm thinking is, all right, half one out of every two be, people is two people. Think about that. Hey, all right. So Adam, the freight train <laughs> derailing the show. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are worried about like, how's this going to affect healthcare? You know, how's this going to affect quality of life? Uh, you know, I'm not worried about any of that. Uh, I'm worried about what is this going to do for sports, right? Of course. Are we eventually going to get to a point where we have fat professional athletes? And my I answer love is fat yes, professional I, athletes. Exactly. I fucking hope so. All right. It's great to see guys who are, you know, six foot 10, 280 pounds, shredded, ripped. But, uh, you know, like the George Bush principle. Don't you kind of just want somebody you'd have a beer with, you know? <laughs> so, like, at a certain point, we got to think maybe there's not going to be fat players in the NBA. 
But uh, I don't know. Maybe we could start a fat league. Maybe we could have a new division. So what do you guys think? What sport would benefit the most from adding one of these obese people? It's obvious. It's obviously baseball. Okay. Make your Baseball case. already kind of had like – okay, baseball's – I w- it's not obesity, but they're they're going on a curve here. So like this is like all the way up, maybe like you know, twenty years ago, and then it kind of started dipping. But now it's kind of these fat players are making a little bit of comeback. I'm noticing a little. There are these players they carry a little extra weight on them, and it it doesn't really help them at all. But they choose to not be like lean like everyone else. It could be, it's inspirational though. You know what I mean? For, for a guy who's just, you know, sitting at home on a Saturday morning, uh, stop mowing the lawn halfway through cause he was tired. And then he, you know, goes, sits down on his couch, cracks open a couple beers. You see somebody on TV that's like him, you know? Well, the early nineties was very much a fat era for baseball. Like the, the oh, yeah. that Phillies team I with like John that. Cruck. Yeah. Like, and John Cruck honestly was like, Oh, John Crock. <laughs> very fun and very, like like very uh relatable, you know. Uh he was he was a pretty good baseball player. Like I don't think he's he he's not quite a Hall of Famer, but like he had a good career, which is kind of crazy cuz he was such a fucking spat slob. Uh and I mean John Crock by the way, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> he's a good friend of the show. We hope to have him on soon. I would love to act. I actually unironically would love to have him on. He would be so That'd much be fun to talk to. He's just like a we'll fat pig sure who loves beer. Listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, right. But like, I, I think to, to take it a step further from what Adam said, I don't think it's baseball. Always got to always got to try to one up me, huh, Mikey? That's what that's the point of the show, baby. Uh, I, I think. Could we finally see a professional beer league softball league is that your pick that's my pick i think i love that i think that if america's gonna get that fat i mean what is the better there's no better sport for fat guys to play fat cops and garbage men and i mean come on all of staten island they oh, like that's a great idea beer ball. that's it yeah the the reality show for that between yeah. the tryouts and you know too bad coaches. meatloaf is dead he would have been perfect for that show. Man, you could have one team of just like washed up 80s musicians. Yeah. Then you could have, you know, one team of like retired uh, firefighters and cops. Yeah. Oh, this would, this would be phenomenal. And, and let's get one thing straight because I know there's a lot of listeners out there that play in these like co-ed leagues. And it's like, oh, it's a little beer. And, you know, you have one drink while you're in the dugout. That's not what I'm we're one talking of them. about. No, no right. we're, talking about, we're talking about we're talking alcoholics. About- Dependency on beer league. That's like we're the, talking yeah, like, like the if, fine yeah. print. if you're not drinking yeah, yeah. at the mound, your hand starts shaking. You drop the ball. <laughs> yeah, right. We're and talking the, about you needed to call an Uber to get to the game. There's not it's just not a couple. You don't have a car. It's because you're not capable the, of driving. It. It's because the state. Well, you had a car, but the state took it away. Yeah. There's not just a, a couple cans of beer in the dugout. There's there's a full keg. And the keg is empty by the time that the the game is over. That's what we're talking about. It has to. We're be. talking That's about true, true disgraces yeah. on. But otherwise, they, otherwise, even if you win, you lost. Right. If the keg, Dude. if the keg hasn't been tapped by the end of the game, you're disqualified. Yeah. This is a great idea. I, I mean. Imagine the dude. You could have the people that show up for tryouts. How long would that fucking 
freak show last. You could put that on TV. You could put years. That's years of television. That's like the next level of American Idol, where it was like, I want to be the next baseball star. It's like sports mixed with like uh, addiction, mixed with early 2000s VH1 vibes. This is everything that this country right. needs. I'm tired of seeing these shows where these nobodies go on to a path of success, and I want to start seeing a show where these nobodies go on a further path of despair. Absolutely. Like, what? What would be? Yeah. I mean, bring back 2006. Oh, here's my here's my new thing to uh, you know make taking a shower easier. Who gives a fuck? I want to <laughs> see people forgetting about their kids, getting hammered. And playing softball. Right, right. Like those those inspirational stories, but in reverse, where they're like, Oh, he was a he was a, a drug addict and an alcoholic, and then he found himself on the right path. But I want to see the reverse of that happen over the course of the season. I want to see a good father who's loyal and good with his job fall apart over the course of seven months. But yep. in doing so, become a professional athlete. Absolutely. He loses yes, his yes. family. Let's but not forget games. about the long-term goals here, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Mike, I feel like you probably should have went last because uh, I, I can't really follow that. My uh, mine was was going to be you guys, as you guys know, I'm a very big UFC fan. Uh, yeah. So I was going to just say, you know, an open weight division in the UFC. Uh, you could do cross promotion with my 600 pound life, you know, and uh, that would be that. I don't think that's a bad idea either, though. Like, like, a, like a, like a, like an ultra heavyweight division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super heavyweight, like minimum yeah. four hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> but how would they reach each other's faces? It would just be like two blob. It would be like the the thing would be two blobs just like trying to swing their arms in the middle of the the octagon. Yeah, it's eventually just you know you're gonna probably lose by heart attack. Someone finally dies in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's bound to happen sooner or later. So let's just, uh, you know, let's get uh, some obese people in there and, and make it happen. Listen, if we could have uh, slap fighting, we can have obese fighting. I don't see why not. Yeah. Uh, anything else on this before we take a quick break? Um, No. By 2030, we're going to have a softball league, uh, a drunken beer league, folks. Yeah. You heard it here first. Stock up on your Ozempic now, guys. (laughs) Yeah. This oh by we we forgot to mention that that last segment uh, was brought to you by Blue Chew and this segment is brought to you by Ozempic. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we're gonna play a brand new game that is about to go very viral. We're gonna play suck, fuck, or bluck. Stick around. Blah. <laughs> All right. We're back on Sports Group, and for the first time ever, playing a brand new game that surely will be sweeping the nation. Uh, the origin of this game came from our original Sports Group group chat. It is basically uh, us just kind of losing our minds. Where did where did Bluck come from? I want to say when we were deep in the throes of COVID, mm. and. Uh, no one was at their best. Nobody. Yes. Most right. people. Most this people. This is a disclaimer. Some, yeah. Most people are at some version of either their lowest or their craziest. Yeah. 
And I just remember the content of our group text being out of control, to say the least. Yeah. I would say if anyone got their hands on our group chat, they would be concerned. Yes. For Not many only reasons. For, yeah. For our own mental health, uh, for the safety of those around us. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. For a, a lot of reasons. Many of us would probably never work again yeah. in the real economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have to become grifters and uh, multi-level marketing people. So yeah, that gives you an idea of where this came from. And I think it's safe to say that there's not a group chat in the world that is saying whatever the fuck, anything close to what what we say in our group chat. All right. Well, let me introduce the segment. That's enough. Uh, we <laughs> we <laughs> this is this is a game called Does It Suck, Fuck, or Bluck? Blah. Blah. All right, guys. So for the audience, uh, to give you an idea of what the criteria is here, what's going to happen is um, I'm going to throw out a topic and I'm going to ask the boys, does it suck? Does it fuck? Or does it block? Now, if something sucks. Well, what's the order, though? Right. What do you mean? Like, which one's the best? Which one's the worst? Will you let me set Bluck's the segment obviously up? the ultimate. Adam, we my God. My God. It's like you've never been in front of a microphone in your life before. Let me host the show. All right, host, host. <laughs> if something sucks, it means, eh, I don't care about it too much, to be honest. If it fucks, it means I love this. And if it blucks... It means I hate this big time. So, you do, Adam, do you understand the rules? I understand them. I don't know if I agree with them, but I'm going to let you host the show, Mikey. You don't, <laughs> you don't know if you agree with them? What would you change? I think Bluck's like the ultimate, in my opinion. Good or bad? I mean, it's just the ultimate. It's not good or bad. Something <laughs> sucks, fucks, or Bluck's. Something has to be the worst, Adam. That's how this has to work. <laughs> I think sucks is the worst. That sucks. No, sucks is good. It sucks. <laughs> it blocks. There you go. All right. The, the the rules have been laid out. We're not changing them. And <laughs> there's an and, escalation uh, though. Suck. Fuck. Block. Let's start off with the topic that Adam tried to jump us on before. Uh, LeBron James teasing potential retirement. Does it suck? Does it fuck? Or does it luck? That sucks. I would say it sucks too. But according to the rules, it kind of blocks. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. For, right. for the untrained ear, it definitely sucks. But for people like us who kind of understand yeah. what's really going on. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, Adam. I'm gonna change it. Hey, blah. LeBron James retired. Hey, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you're not gonna get this sort of content on any other show. I think it. I think it sucks. Uh, <laughs> here's the case. <laughs> this is the a quote from LeBron James. I haven't James. cried like this since my son died. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this Adam, your son died. Would you say that sucks? <laughs> <laughs> 
Woo! <laughs> 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 We're having fun. This is a quote from LeBron after uh, getting bounced last night from uh, by the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. I don't know. I don't know. I've got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me, personally, going forward with the game of basketball, I've got a lot to think about. I don't think there's any fucking way that he retires. So I'm, I'm not no. thinking about it much. I no mean, he's going to be over... He's going to be overshadowed by Carmelo if he retires. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. And he wouldn't want that. <laughs> I, I think LeBron is a master of, uh, you know, being a he's a, he's a media maestro. He knows exactly how oh, to play sure. uh, the media and just like kind of because I, I heard someone make the point and I, I can't remember who I heard say this today. But, uh, you know, the Lakers just got bounced out of the playoffs and the Nuggets are about to go to the to the finals. And people are talking about the Lakers today because LeBron is potentially. So I think this is a play. I don't think he's actually retiring. Um, but no, nah, dude, he's got one more guaranteed year. He's got to play for the Lakers yeah. and then he can opt out. And that's the year that his son can be drafted. So that's how it's going down. He's going to play 22 seasons. He's going to go out, you know, playing with with Bronny. Yeah. And listen, that's a, good for him. That's a great story. Love it. That story fucks. That story, <laughs> that story fucks for sure. It fucks. Anything you want to add, Adam? Uh, no, now that you say it in that tone, I like fucks in that sense. Yeah, that definitely does fuck. Okay. All right. Uh, does it suck, fuck, or bluck? JJ Reddick going at Stephen A. Smith on first take uh, because mm. he didn't play sports. Does it suck? <laughs> Buck or bluff. We're going to insert the audio here real quick so you can hear what happened. I mean, I, I listen, I listened to every word JJ just said. I don't understand much of what he just said, but I listened. But go ahead, Wendy. Well, you didn't play, you first, Stephen A. And then I'll try. Exactly. You didn't play. I didn't comprehend. I'm sorry. You don't understand athletic mortality. Three I games understand. at wherever Sa- South Dakota, uh, Winston-Salem State doesn't count. Right. I got you. I understand. I got a degree and I'm here on TV, TV with you. I must be doing something right. Oh, you're Let's definitely go. doing things right. you damn right. J.J. Redick uh, went after Stephen A. because he has a, a basketball opinion, even though he didn't play professional basketball. Does it suck, fuck, or black? Gentlemen? I would say it blocks. It blocks. Yeah, I, I, would say, I would say the same. As much as I like the take... From Reddick, I don't like that it's coming from a grown man who goes by JJ. Mm. That's kind of a disqualifier, if you ask me. So, JJ Reddick, you're taking blacks. <laughs> I also think of blacks. Uh, I hate this argument. Anytime an athlete, a professional athlete, just says, like, you never played, so you shouldn't have an opinion. It seems It's ridiculous. like when a woman says, you could never know because you're a straight white man. The plight. <laughs> The plight of all three of us, right, it's gents? Like, it's like it's like, but but what I usually how I usually respond to that is like, but that's how I do know. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, listen. As, when it comes to some things, that that's a valid argument. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you're never going to let a virgin tell you how to eat pussy. You know what how I mean? Fuck. Yeah, a virgin. A virgin, by the way, could never play this game. Right. Um. He'd be like, huh? yeah, I mean, does it what? What or block? <laughs> I'm not allowed to understand. play this game. But uh, 
Yeah, no, not not playing sports at the highest level doesn't disqualify you from commentating on it. You know what I mean? There's there's certain things that maybe would be invalidated, but uh, no, I think listen, Stephen A. gets paid twenty million good American dollars each year, or something like that, right? To give his opinion on stuff makes a lot of money. So yeah. JJ Reddick, you can go block yourself. Block yourself. Yeah, and honestly, I'd rather watch Stephen A than JJ Reddick on television. Not that I think JJ is bad. I think he's pretty good, to be honest. But I hate no, when athletes is. do this. Like, I, I think it's so ridiculous to say that, like, we can't have any opinion on sports. Like, fans are the lifeblood. Like, they are, this is the only reason that there are professional sports. Like, if, if I understand that, like, yeah, I don't understand. I don't have a full grip on like what your knees feel like after you play in a conference final. But like, I don't know. I've watched basketball for 30 years of my life and I think I know it pretty well. Like that shouldn't disqualify me to have an opinion on like what I'm seeing and out there just based off of the fact that I didn't play in the NBA. That's like insane. So that means that like, uh, there's like a thousand people in the last, you know, 15 years that can have an opinion on what's going on in, in basketball. It's insane. That's a good point. It's like the only thing that really disqualifies somebody from voicing their opinion is if they disagree with me. Right. <laughs> then they got to go. Yeah. Talk about something that blacks. Exactly. Adam. <laughs> Anything? Oh, uh, dude, no, no. All right, moving on. Uh, artificial intelligence. Does it suck, fuck, or black? Ooh, I know we're going to be divided on this one. Mm. But it fucks. <laughs> I don't know. Let me ask chat GPT. Uh, do you suck, fuck, <laughs> or block? Actually, I also fucking suck in black. So chat, <laughs> chat GPT said, as a language learning model, I can neither suck, fuck, nor block. But <laughs> I can tell you what the definitions of these things mean. Oh. What does block mean? Yeah, what does it say for no, block? I'm this up. <laughs> uh, damn it. That's a pretty good, that was a pretty good uh, chat GPT impression. I, yeah, you should I, take that I on thought- the road. I thought you had you yeah, definitely I'm, had me. Uh, I'm actually going to be featuring uh, pretty soon for ChatGPT. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, ar- artificial intelligence, you know, you're going to have uh, the boomers. Of course, they think it sucks because they don't understand it. Uh, Gen Z, they think it fucks because, you know, that they're all about being online. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. So I, I guess I'm a I'm a I'm a soft block on uh, AI. Are you in the middle? I'm a hard block on AI. You're bad. a hard You're block. Hard block. Hard why, are, why are you hard block? I mean, this is going to turn into what? A technology podcast? <laughs> no, I <laughs> just think it's something we all talk, have opinions um, on. Spinoff. Uh, I think overall it's a really bad thing because I think that now you didn't even really hear a ton about AI until the last six months. I mean, obviously we knew. It was- There's always been AI, though. I don't yes, think you but understand I, the technology, Mikey. Adam, don't patronize <laughs> me. I I understand <laughs> the technology. Uh, I understand that, but I, I think that as a, a as part of sort of like the public conscious, it wasn't really in the conversation, and really until Jet not Jet, in the way GPT. that it is now. Right now, it's like every day you can open the newspaper and see something about this AI or this next thing. And Elon Musk saying that we should slow down on developing new AI because it might have an uh, like 
an impact on mankind in a way that that just means somebody else is going to monetize it more quickly than I am. That's that's the only reason. That's a hundred percent what that means. Something. He's oh, trying sure. to prevent little guy from being able to use it. He's trying to. Yeah, gatekeep. I'm sure. But I also think that, like, even though I know that he has ulterior motives, my feeling on it is is similar because I this was the first year where people were like, oh, yeah, the AI can draw better than people can draw and it can just make a Drake song and it can like you could take we could take Mike Coscarelli's voice and turn it into, you know, this thing like uh, this whole podcast hosted by Mike Coscarelli AI or whatever that freaked me out. Ooh, man. What would that look like? It wouldn't be good. It would sound like this probably. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you one thing, though. The one one benefit to AI is I've been real reckless recently. You know, yeah. the way I've been in public, I've been saying all sorts of outrageous things. I've Casinos. been committing crimes. Right. And I have not gotten in trouble yet. But when I do, I'm just going to say, listen, it was a deep fake. It was AI. Wasn't really me. So you got to look at it that way, Mike. But it's going to get to a point where you can just do whatever you want and then you blame it on AI. But this is the thing. Like, I know that that (laughs) it's like we're like it's like a half bit because you are committing a lot of crimes. But like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it was the AI. Excuse me. Like, that's like a real concern for me, I to be honest. Like, at some point, I I mean, how are you going to believe? Did you hear that Drake song that went viral? That wasn't okay. a Drake song. I mean, but in my opinion, it could match the current level of like what's good out there, but it won't be able to push the envelope from like a creative perspective or from from other perspectives. It could take what's already been done. Why and imitate it? But why do you not think because it could? Why do I think it can't expand upon that? Well, yeah. I mean, maybe eventually it could get to that point, but right now it's not anywhere close to being able to expand upon that and do, you know, there's still things that humans are needed to do for now. For, I think as a whole, right. it'll elevate society. It'll make people have to be better because the lowest level of work and thought is going to be automated by AI. So you have to up, up your, up your shit. I mean, I just think at some point we're going to just not be needed. Oh, that's that's a it's fact. Gonna, it's going to be a world. Makes all the more reason to live it up now. Like fucking <laughs> sucking luck as much as you can. Because right. pretty soon your consciousness is going to be uploaded to the singularity, and it's over, baby. We're going to live in Ray Kurzweil's fucking dystopian nightmare. So get it in now, kids. Bah. Uh All right, last one, and then we'll we'll close the show out. Uh, Paying $2,399 for Taylor Swift tickets behind the stage at MetLife Stadium this Friday. Does it suck? Does it fuck? Or does it back? I'd say it fucks. I would say it sucks. Okay. Defend your point, boys. Uh, well, you know, uh, first of all, I kind of forgot what suck meant, but besides that, <laughs> uh, listen, if I had $2,400 to spend on a Taylor Swift ticket, that would feel pretty fucking good that I could be like, you know what? I'll fucking spend 2400 because it's not going to be because I really need to see her. And this is the most important thing in my life. It's just because, you know what? It'd be cool to be like in, in that, but wait, is that even a good ticket, Mike or what? That's no, that's the worst ticket in 
in the house. That's behind the stage. Oh, the, in, okay, in okay, the okay, top no, no, no. Oh, in the shit. top row of twenty four hundred. No, that's a block. That's a straight yeah. up blah, because. Yeah. And the reason being is because if you spent that much money, you're penny pinching to be in to have a bad experience. You're fucking stupid, and you make poor decisions, and your life probably isn't very great. So you should spend like the ten grand and try to sit in the mezzanine. I'd rather be the person spending ten grand sitting front row because the ten grand to me probably means way much less than the twenty four hundred to the sad boy in the back. Yeah, I would rather reverse mortgage my home and, you know, force my son to drop out of college and then sit front row at a Taylor Swift concert than, uh, you know, cash in my change jar to sit away up top where I could barely even see. It's like, are you even a Swifty? You know what I mean? If you're way up top like that. I don't and, know. I'd, and behind I'd the stage. i throw my man out of a moving train. <laughs> the one thing I think it, I think it, it, it blocks also, but. Um, I think that the one silver lining here is that it must be such an ego boost for Taylor to know that like, she's not making the money off of this. Cause this is all secondary market, but like how sick would it be to know that somebody is going to pay $2,500 for the worst seat at MetLife stadium to you watch gotta give you. them a shout out, right? Like if you're, if yeah. you're aware of that happening, you gotta yeah. get and shout out to all the people up there who, uh, you know, are behind the stage to be here tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's close the show out. We're moving on to everybody's favorite, the Howard Ratner, no chance parlay. How'd we do last week, Matt? Did you keep track? Yeah. uh, So last week was, uh, what was I? I had the Yankees minus one and a half with Cole pitching. They got shut out. So uh, I blew it for, uh, for my leg. Uh, did I I, did anybody life. did anybody watch NASCAR on Sunday? No, I, I didn't. Even, I, I actually, actually forgot about it as soon as no we idea. ended the podcast. <laughs> I have no yeah. idea if we if that hit. I doubt it. But um, all right, well, well, we're going to do better this week, guys. We're going to do better this week. What do we got? Yeah, I'm feeling real confident. I'm feeling so good, Adam. How about you go first? All right, my pick this week. We're going to go to the U.S. Football League. I'm going to be taking the nice. Birmingham Stallions over the New Orleans Breakers as minus 133 favorites. Now, the 4-2 and two Stallions are taking on the Breakers this week in a matchup I wouldn't watch if my son's life depended on it. Nice. Alex McGough, the 2022 first-round pick that no, one is at, that no one has ever or will ever hear of, is on fire this year, leading the league in passing touchdowns with 12. The Breakers, on the other hand, lead the league in worst name I've ever heard. <laughs> I won't be tuning in, but I'm putting it all in the stallions. <laughs> That's pretty solid, man. Not bad. That's pretty good. All right. Um, I'm gonna go uh, you know, usually I'm 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 going pretty mainstream. You know, I'm going UFC, I'm going MLB. Yeah. Not this week, guys. Uh this week we're gonna take a trip over, uh or gonna take a trip down under, rather, I should say. Uh, and we're gonna look into the Aussie rules. Football League, I think yes. is what it's called. Give it to me. Uh, yep. Aussie Rules Football League, right? And uh, this Friday, the Fremantle Dockers are <laughs> at... <laughs> the fr- That's right. The Fremantle... I don't even know what the fuck that means. At Not even close, could I guess. 
Yeah, Australia. That's a big part of the reason why I'm betting against them, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of my handicap here. Against the Fremantle Dockers who are playing at the Melbourne Demons, okay? Mm. I'm not going money line. I'm going... I think it's I think it's point line uh, or run line. I don't know what, how they keep track of the score, <laughs> but all I know is the demons are favored uh, by nineteen and a half. So I'm going demons minus nineteen and a half at minus one fifteen. I know a lot of people. You, you, you've seen the way I described. You say, Matt, you don't know anything about Aussie rules football, do you? Well, here's what I do know about the demons. First off, they're called the demons and they're playing the Dockers. If a demon called a Docker, <laughs> who's going to win? Who's going to win? A Docker has no chance against a demon if you know anything about anything. That's right. Also, the demons, as you might uh, think, they have multiple indigenous players. Okay. Who's tougher than an Aboriginal? Maybe a Samoan. A Samoan That's about was it. Literally also, the only thing I was going to say. What is a Docker? What is a docker? Nobody knows. And then you want to talk rankings? Okay, the demons are ranked first in points. They're ranked first inside 50s. What is that? I don't know. They're ranked <laughs> second in assists, and they're fourth in least opponents, marks, and points per game. On the flip side, the only thing that makes me question this a little bit is the demons are 13th in team to opponent rebound 50s per game differential but I don't think that's going to matter. What is this sport? <laughs> this is Aussie rules football. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Demons. Uh, minus 19 and a half. Demons. Blah. All right. Uh, so we go uh, Wednesday, 938 East Coast time. Uh, we're going out to L.A. Boston Red Sox at the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, James Paxton is 1-0. ERA, but he's only pitched 11 innings. He's going against Tyler Anderson, who's 1-0 with a 5.27 ERA. Um, The Angels are minus 1.5, and they're plus 170 at minus 1.5, which seems weird to me that they are the home team and they're the favorites. Am Am I bugging out? They're getting points, but they're plus money. Is that normal, Matt? I don't they're really giving points, rather. They're giving points and they're pl- – well, in base- baseball, the run line is different than anything else, right? But um, – No, this is the spread. I don't know, Mike. Hmm. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're giving points and they're plus money, right? They're giving points. They're the un- that means that they are the underdog. Yeah, yeah. No, they're giving points. They're well, to, to, oh, to giving, yeah. giving, giving. Okay, to win by to win by two, they're underdogs. To to win the game outright, like if, if it was just the money line, they would be right. Favored. Okay, right. Okay, all right. Well, so that was that was plus one seventy. You said, Mike, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I don't see why you wouldn't bet this. I I, I Paxton has pitched two games. Uh, he's pitched 11 innings. Watch, our, watch some guys listening to this. He's like, I don't see why he wouldn't bet this. <laughs> uh, Red Sox are on a, a West Coast road trip, obviously. Uh, they're four and six in their last 10 games. They're not very good. Uh, I mean, the Angels also are not very good necessarily, but I mean, they have Otani and Trout, and at any given moment, the, those guys can hit back to back home runs. So why not just take a little taste when you're getting uh, plus money here? My Listen, son. that's how we do it on the no shot that Howard Ratner, no shot parlay. So I've got the demons minus 115. Mike, you've got the angels 
plus 170. And Adam, what was the line on your pick? I got the Stallions minus 133. One minus 133. So that brings us to when we win, a $100 bet is going to net you a profit of $684.32. Pretty good. Whoa. That's pretty good. Needless to say, we will be recording from the Big Island next week. <laughs> and that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, I'm Mike Coscarelli. You can find me at Mike Coscarelli on all socials. Adam? At It's Adam Foster. Matthew? And uh, you can find me at Matt Lejeski. That's going to do it for us. We thank you, as always, for listening to the greatest sports podcast that ever exists. This is the show that doesn't luck. It's the sports group. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.